welcome. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Just Joe Podcast, episode 21. Uh, the world is a crazy fucking place right now, and uh, we're just going to get into it. We're going to talk this as a mental health episode. I haven't done one in a little while, and man, do we need it right now. So, everybody, I've got a, a telepsych. She's a psychiatric nurse practitioner from the VA and a private practice. Um, we're just going to get into this episode. Everybody, welcome. Tanya Atia. Welcome to the Just Joe Podcast. Uh, I am legal now. I'm 21. This is episode 21. And man, I'm just going to swear right off the bat. What fucking weird times we are living in, my friends. And uh, um, this podcast is going to continue throughout whatever happens over the next few months. But it's probably be my last in-studio guest. And we're going to get right into the meat of it. Uh, please welcome Tanya Atia, right? As I say. Hello. Uh, she is a telepsych. She works for the VA. Uh, you're a psychiatric nurse practitioner. Correct. And give me the rest of the rundown as you're giving me off the air. So, so um, like Joe said, um, my name is Tanya Tia. Thank you for having me here today. Thank you. Um, I own a private practice that's telemedicine based. Um, so basically, patients talk to me on a virtual platform. And so, what a psychiatric nurse practitioner does, they kind of function as a psychiatrist. Um, they can prescribe medications, diagnose, and treat mental illness. Uh, so that's a little, you know, that's what I do. And I also work at the VA doing outpatient mental health. Um, so you're busy. I'm pretty busy. <laughs> Let's just put it that way, yeah. This, business is, is good. Business is good. And business is probably going to get <laughs> more interesting and, and better. I, I don't even know yeah. if that's the right term or correct term, but that's what it is. But, I mean, obviously, we're facing unprecedented none of us have seen anything like this crazy my parents have never seen anything like this uh anybody's grandparents have probably seen nothing like this i mean you're talking going back to like the people that have been still on this earth are probably world war ii veterans and around that time and even then we didn't see what we're seeing right now so we're entering a time this earth has never seen right so covid virus 19 yeah is what they call it right yeah that's what they call it yeah so it's it's very interesting and i think the best way to start this conversation is i had a conversation with uh, my good friend and musician joe driscoll who's also also a city councilman and him and i were talking at wegmans the other day and he goes dude i don't know if i'm in an episode of the office or the walking dead and i said i think that's pretty much perfect as to what the hell is going on right now yep. but i mean myself i I've suffered from panic disorder for over 25 years, anxiety disorder, uh, not so much depression. It's really more on the anxiety side of things. And I've done pretty well. It's taken me a few years to finally, like I, three years ago, I really took uh, myself into taking really good care of myself. And I kind of, for the first time in my life, kind of got over the hump and I'm medication free for a year and all this stuff. But when this started kind of snowballing over the past week, my sleep started getting disrupted again. My anxiety is obviously at a fever pitch. I haven't had any like major phone blown panic attacks as I've used right. my coping skills, but this has brought everything right back to the surface. To the surface. And, 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 a, and a lot of us are doing that way. So, I mean, your take on that, I want to, you so know. Anxiety has a lot of components. If you have already a history of anxiety, right, whether mm -hmm. that's genetic or something else, you take nature and nurture and you mm -hmm. put it together and whatever's going on in the environment right now, you know, everyone's freaking out of this, you know, the COVID virus coming and getting to you. People are going to the stores in panic. Right. I mean, it's not, if you really have that and that's a trigger for you, other people prompting this, then right. I, you know, 
it's going to happen. Especially you know? people with like social anxiety. Right. And they right. have and to go out to go and, to the store. Yeah. Yeah. And you're worried about touching things. I mean, it's an airborne illness. Yeah. Is what they're saying. So, so, so you're, oh, the people would, I mean, I think everybody's with these disorders and especially people with OCD or right. what did you call the one off of the morbid? The, well, morbid anxiety. So yeah. like if you already have this history, say you didn't and your anxiety disorder started now. Right. Right. So that's you. You started a new di- a new diagnosis of anxiety because they would call that adjustment disorder. Right? right. If we're talking about the DSM, but you already had this long term. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about you yeah. specifically as a case. Okay. And then, like I said, nature and nurture works together. It's going to trigger that. So I'm not surprised to hear that you're not sleeping well. No. But what I want to ask you, Joe, is. <laughs> What initially had ramped up the anxiety? Was it people rushing to the store? Was no. it hearing the news? Like my what? biggest anxiety is I'm a full time musician. Full time. I play three hundred gigs a year. That's my income. So my income is going to from pretty well to zero. Now, now <laughs> because they're closing everything. Else. Right. Yep. And I saw that coming about a week ago and I was like, No, some venues are still gonna do this. I go, No, I'm pretty sure we're heading in a direction where we're gonna be a point where it's gonna be a self quarantine. So my biggest anxiety was, how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to, you know, I'm not worried about my health. I'm pretty healthy, you know, knock on wood. I, I'm not one of those people that are going to be at risk of this. And I don't, but then I start thinking about my parents. So then I start thinking about my parents and I think about some of the other people that don't think. But my main anxiety came from like, what am I going to do? How am I going to pay my bills? The same thing right. right. And now. I know I'm not the only one because this isn't just musicians or people in the service industry. This is going to affect. Everything, everybody, everybody, everybody's bottom line. Yeah. Parents, children. So, I mean, this is a wide open question and we'll obviously get into it a little bit more, but like, what, what would you, what's your first reaction to tell somebody like, Oh my God, what am I doing? Like, what, what are the words of encouragement to like, I would say at first educate yourself. Yeah. Right. Cause this is, this is huge virus that's going around. We had one confirmed case in Onondaga County. Um, and it's something I think, I think not. We, with anxiety and panic disorder, we magnify things that haven't happened yet. Yes. I'm looking at you. You don't look like you have a cough. You're not sweating profusely. No. You know, you're not showing any signs. The illness does harbor for a few days before you test positive, from what I'm told. Yeah. But the best thing you can do to prevent that magnification when you have anxiety is stop the train of thinking. Yes. You got to stay, ground yourself somewhere and be like, you know what? Okay, it's what noon. Yeah, Monday morning. I'm fine. I'm healthy. I'm gonna follow whatever the CDC is recommending: washing my hands, social distancing. People are now closing restaurants, you know, and limiting the capacity on that. So, if I would say educate yourself first, you know, and like kind of ground ground yourself and say, hey, wait a minute, this isn't even happening yet, because a lot of people tend to do that with anxiety. They right. magnify, they blow things up. They tend to fortune tell. You know, right. yes. nothing's really happened yet. Yeah. You know, yet. Okay. So we have to kind of bring it back to square one to ground yourself. Right. Is that kind no, of what? That, you- yeah. It's really, and that's what I've been trying to do. Uh, and I keep reminding myself of that. And the other thing that I think has screwed up my sleep and my anxiety is like, I'm very, I love my routine. Right. I love my routine. Not, it's not so bad that like, I can't stray from it. It's not a very like, has to be this every day, but I have like, you know, I get up, I eat. I go to the gym, right. I, I do this, and I, go, I like have all these things that I do in a day, and now mm-hmm. whew, my routine is shot. 
So what I would would recommend for, obviously that's going to be an issue for everybody, right? I would recommend, I mean, you can still eat your oatmeal, right? You can still work. You can think out of the box a little bit and be like, okay, I can still get my workout in. Exercise is great for people who have anxiety. It's been huge for me in this recovery process. Yeah, I think it's natural endorphins. You know, it's a distractor. You feel great after that. You feel tired. Okay, that's also going to help your sleep a little bit. Yep. You know, so if you can maintain that usual activity with good diet, healthy, you know, exercise and stuff like that, maintain that. Maybe even if you're going to be at home, I don't know who you live with or other people at home. If you're listening to this, figure out another hobby you can do in the house with your family. Yeah. You know, like spend more time with the kids. Get off the tablets. Get off the cell phones because anxiety, social media will breed your oh, anxiety. There was an un- there was a part it. of the other day where I had to like, I literally had to just put my phone down and shut it off because I'm like, I just kept finding myself like, okay, what are they saying next? What are they saying next? And read into it. I'm like, this is beyond anything that I can control. And I'm, and I'm, I'm upset at it. But at one point I'm kind of like, well, I'm, I'm not religious, but I like the saying, let go and let God, because right. I mean, that's really what we have to do at this point. And I think people, like, a lot of people are worried about how am I going to get water? How am I going to get food? How am I going to get toilet paper? Right. You know, those are legit concerns. Right. But at the end of the day, I think people will be kind. Yeah. You know, and if you called your friend, you know, like, hey, man, I need some toilet paper. Right. Could you, could you help me out? Like, you know, send it my way some way, somehow. I'm sure yeah. that the community will come together and help each other. Yeah. You know, I think those are valid concerns, but I think they're modifiable. Yeah. I mean, you know? it's not like they're going to tell us to not leave and then not go to the grocery stores. I think there's going to be some kind of implementation that Absolutely. we can still get our food. They're going to make sure that we get fed. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I did stock up a little bit, so I don't have that concern as much, but there's a few things. Like, I'm heading to the liquor store after this. Right. <laughs> you know? like, I, right. Sure. I went to the liquor store. <laughs> right. I'm like, if I, if I don't have food, I'm going to have liquor. Like, every, everyone wants <laughs> toilet paper and, like, milk. I want whiskey and, yeah. and steak, you know, so that's my concern. But, yeah. um, and the other thing that I've been trying to do is really try to see the silver lining yeah. in anything. I'm always a glass half full guy. Always have been, even when I've struggled. Mm-hmm. And that's what's got me to this point. So, um, I think this is going to teach us something about humanity. Oh, 100%. And I think this, maybe we needed something like this to maybe kind of did. stop the shit show that our world has really kind of become. Right. I think this is the world kind of like going, <laughs> kind of shaking things yeah, up. up. And and giving us a, a renewed conscience. And you can have a tinfoil hat about all the different theories about it, but it's like, doesn't matter. That's not going to change anything. Right. What we can change is like how we come out on the other side of this. Absolutely. And that's what I'm trying to, and that's what's keeping my sanity. But I mean, so many people are struggling right now and I worry for these people so much, you know? And I want to add this too. If you are struggling out there and you're having a really hard time with us, talk to your doctor about it. All right. If you're established in care already, you know, and you're in therapy yep. and you're really having a hard time. Cause I know some of my patients are really having a difficult time with us. Like with telemedicine, it's okay because they don't have to go anywhere. They're, yep. It's, like in their home, in their office, and the comfort confidentiality is there. So they're not exposed to coming in the office. Maybe there's germs in there, you know, who knows, all right? So their progress will not stop in mental health treatment yeah. because of this telemedicine platform. But I think that if you are struggling, you know, ask, 
you know, talk to your doctor about it. Talk to your therapist about it. Say, I'm really, I don't know what to do. Like, my anxiety is so bad. I can't leave the house because I'm afraid that I'm going to get this illness. Right. You know, and they can kind of work with you with that. Yeah. You know? One thing I've also noticed is that I have found myself talking to more of my friends and close family in the past week than I have in the past year or two. I find myself, and like reach out to all your network of your friends, whether you have, I have a large network of friends. I know a million people, Um, but not everybody's in groups, but like, why don't you just kind of reach out to each other? Because all of us are facing some kind of fear of some sort. None of us are not being affected by this. Every single person for the first time is being affected at at the same time. You know, it's it's pretty scary, but. You know, and I think the uh, I, what drives me also crazy is like, yeah, well, we're going to be shut down for a month or two months, mm-hmm. but is is that going to be enough? Is that too long, or is it going to be through? Is it going to be shorter than we think? Or like that's the other thing is the uncertainty of how long this is going to be and the severity of it, and it's going to get worse. And you keep hearing misinformation, and that just feeds your fear. So I'm literally taking every minute by the minute, not day at a time. I'm going hour by hour you you know i think in a situation like this this, uh, a state of an emergency a nation of an emergency we're going to have to take things minute by minute hour by hour just in case there are more changes but i think it's great that you are i think it's great that you're reaching out to family and friends because Mm -hmm. i think maybe they're feeling the same way too Mm -hmm. you know and they're not sure what to do and i think you really have good insight like having anxiety yourself and yeah. like if they're going through something you can use some uh yeah. your techniques to kind of work with them yeah but yeah. i've also noticed that all the coping skills that i've worked on because i spent a good up to say three years ago the first 20 some odd years coping so wrong and not really have hang anybody say hey you should go see a therapist like when i first got diagnosed with this they're like the doctor just gave me um zoloft that's it didn't say hey you should go see a therapist you know this is you know in the mid 90s uh, and no one ever really gave me that through all those years. In the 90s, it was more like a pill mill. It was. And that's yeah. what, and then I went, and then I went into like, okay, well, that's not working. Here's some Xanax. Here's, and, and at one point, I'm like, Jesus. And- but it was three years ago when I said, enough is enough. And I went through about three therapists up to that point, and I couldn't f- find one that just connected, I, that I, I felt comfortable with. And I finally found one. And then from there, it led me to getting back into my fitness, it led me into getting into better nutrition. And even though my anxiety has been way up, uh, I've realized that the coping skills that I've learned in the past three years have really worked a lot. Like, I'm wrangling in. My therapist called me the other day. You all right? Yeah. You good? You yeah, know, checking good. in. He's been doing that, and it's great. Um, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, if you if you are having a hard time, and say the provider isn't reaching out to you, maybe they're overwhelmed with calls and yeah. stuff like that. I recommend instead of feeling like bother like like a bother, reach out to them. Yes. You know what I mean? Because this, the better the support, the, the better you're going to last throughout this pandemic. Yeah. You know? And like I said, we're going to come out on the other side as, as, as different people. I've been and, watching some, uh, I don't know if you've been listening to some podcast, Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. He had an, did you hear that one episode <laughs> with infection control guy? It took me about three sits to get through it all because every time, <laughs> it's a long I, one, then right? all of a sudden my, my anxiety would get up like, I can't watch this guy anymore. <laughs> I can't watch anyone. And then it came back down. I'm like, no, no, this guy is so well educated and he's not actually trying to give us fear. He's just trying to give us a educated. real educated yeah. education on us. And he wasn't like, we're all going to die and all this. But I think. But that's the fear. You know, right. 
right. people are like, they hear this and they're like, all right, I have to stock up on food, <laughs> hygiene products, right. you know, um, and th- people think the worst, you know, but if you listen to this guy, listen to what I'm saying, listen to what you're saying, it's like, educate yourself right. first, you know, before we start to magnify things that haven't happened, yeah. you know? Because I, I, I don't understand that's difficult to do sometimes. Yeah. Last Saturday, I put something up on social media. My social media is a pretty active place. You know, I'm, 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 I guess it would be an influence on our, on a, on a smaller level. And I put up a post the other day that said, you know what, uh, spreads faster than coronavirus. And I said, misinformation and fear. Yeah. And as of today, I've had 6,000 shares of that, that post. So like it's the most viral post I've ever had. And I've had a few viral posts, but nothing on this level, but it just keeps ringing true more and more every day. Uh, Because you gotta like try to go to the sources of like what are, what is real news? Because our media is so fucked. They just like, yeah, they just blow it up. You know, um, but you gotta try to find credible sources something that yes it's going to be scary to read but also at the same time it's going to educate you to be able to to to, to weather this as 100%. well you know and social media right now is getting so bad with the negativity mm-hmm. you know i'm telling all of my patients like try to limit that yeah you know and again try to be more productive you you were just saying how your schedules change mm-hmm. well that's a good time to kind of think of what am i going to do now at home right. with all these necessities yep. you know and that's medicine what I, ball, you know, can you right? grab something from Walmart? So yep. Make sure you have it at home because you, I think you just told me the gym's closed. Yep. Gyms are, gyms are officially closed as of 8 PM today. Wow. We're front, everyone will hear this on Wednesday or whenever in the next week, yeah. but we're talking on Monday, the, the 16th. So, you know, everything's done. Wow. I mean, basically they, they're trying to quarantine us without being like, you have to be quarantined. Right. They're basically making us be quarantined. Right. And for good reason, I'd rather be I guess a knee jerk reaction to something now than something horrible, horrible because they didn't take somebody's. If you go back, I have a degree in history, uh, bachelor's in history. Mm-hmm. And if anyone wants to go back and read about what happened, the last time we had a real pandemic was 1918, something on a scale that's it's closest to this that we've had. We've had SARS and H1N1 and a few other things along the way, but the 1918 flu, Spanish flu, I was, just say was flu. Yeah. fucking horrible. And if that is any inclination, and our world is not even close to being as connected as it was right. then. People didn't have cars, weren't flying around, um, and they weren't canceling some things. And like Philadelphia didn't cancel a parade, and it was devastating to Philadelphia. So we, we got to stay ahead. Right. People are going to die. We are going to lose people. Unfortunately, it's not, you know, I hate to say it, but, you know, some of us are going to lose people that we know or people that are going to get affected by it may not completely recover. So you have to kind of prep yourself for that. Totally. You're not going to be not affected by this. Totally. Like we're just as susceptible to the disease. I mean, you look like a young guy. Yeah. You know, um, we're just as susceptible, mm-hmm. you know. The people who are elderly, if they have comorbidities, obesity, diabetes, heart disease, COPD, they're more at risk. Mm-hmm. All right. And just, and I want these people to be smart about all that right. thing. But I mean, more than anything, we have to stay as level-headed as possible. Absolutely. You know, so I'm, I'm taking this time to focus on projects that I haven't been able to do because I'm so busy working. Like I want, 
I'm going to finish a couple of records that I've been working on, songs yeah. I've been working on. I want to work on my uh, uh, being more of an online president, doing shows from home and doing it on the Twitch platform. And I did that the other okay. night. And like thinking out of the box. So like I'm, I'm doing all these things to do that. And financially, all of us are going to get fucked well, financially. We're all going to, we're all going to get fucked. Some worse than others. But I have faith in our community and faith in certain parts of our government that they're going to have to help us. They're not going to just let us all crumble because they can't afford for us to crumble. If they crumble, everything else crumbles. So there's going to be things. The reason why they're putting states of emergency in place, because that means it opens up the floodgates for money that is set aside for these things. You know, state of emergency doesn't mean like, ah, it means that they can, it's a, 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 not a loophole, but it's, that's how they open up things to be able to funding. So I'm not that worried. I was worried financially. Now I'm more worried about like, okay, what can I do to make sure that I'm being safe? I'll be fine financially. I'll, I'll weather. I've been, th- listen, I spent 10 years in a van touring around the country making no money. And I had one of the best lives I've ever had. That's awesome. So like, it's all good. It, it's all about the experience, right? Right. Exactly. And here, here's what I want to say is we can't control the things we, you know, we can't control this, mm-hmm. right? You have to accept it. Yes. So what are you going to do at this point to accept it? Mm-hmm. You're being productive. Mm-hmm. You're not sitting at home crying because that would be, you know, unproductive. Yeah. You know, if you sat at home and felt like victimized the whole time, you wouldn't be getting stuff done at home. You know, I think you would decompensate even worse. Yes, I agree. I agree. Um, so people that don't have a therapist may not even have a uh, uh primary care doctor because of the healthcare industry that we have. Do you know of any resources that people are going to be able to, to reach out? Like instead of their community friends, is there going to be, do you know of anything out there to like, or do you think things are going to get popped up that are going to be able to help people? Like, Hey, I'm crisis hotline or somebody just to talk to. Do you know of anything? I don't know of any crisis hotline. If you are having thoughts to hurt yourself because of this crisis, there is a hotline you can call the national um, suicide hotline. Okay. Um, or you can still go to the emergency room. Okay. Yep. Say you start to go in a full blown panic. All right. Or your anxiety is so, and you can't get in with primary care. You can't get in with your psychiatrist or nurse practitioner. You can go to the ER. All right. They will still treat you there. They might, they might be overloaded. Yeah. You might have to wait. Right. But you still have somewhere to go. That's yeah. safe. I'm going to try to find as many links when I put up this podcast to, to do that because I, there's going to be these outlier peoples that, that don't have any of these resources and right. have never used them right. that might need them at this point, you know? So I don't know about any other, I think a lot of providers, uh, colleagues that I work with um, in business, they're trying to do telemedicine, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you go to psychology today and you put in Tanya, Tia, telemedicine, my name will pop up and uh, some others will pop up. It might not see, say telemedicine on it, you might call that provider and say, hey, are you accepting new patients? I'm having a really hard time with this mm-hmm. um, COVID virus. My anxiety is exacerbating. Maybe like you, like you've been fine this whole time and now you're just like thrown <laughs> for a loop and you're like, oh my God, I'm going crazy. Yeah. You know, call them, give them a call and see if that's an option. Right. If you have telemedicine, can you get me in for an appointment? Like today, I just got someone in, don't know her. She's having a hard time. Her anxiety and her boyfriend broke up with her during this transition of the virus. I know. So I got her in at four thirty. You know what I mean? Yeah. So well, that, that um, was a big reason why my my therapist called me the other day because right at the beginning of last week, I lost one of my best friends and another okay. close friend to a 
motorcycle accident in Daytona. Oh, no. So that was how last week started for it's me. Like, it's <laughs> like the layer on top of the layer. Yeah, so know? then that started my week, and then this started ramping up, so I was like, Everything. what the fuck? And people just get unglued. And, and, and in the past, I would have came unglued, or I don't know if I would have came unglued. I think I'm, I was a big self-medicator for a number of years. Right. And I know I was self-medicating, but I was. I was like, you know. Um, was it to control the anxiety? What's that? It was just like control the social anxiety? Yeah, I, I guess I didn't really know. I mean, I was getting up in front of tons of thousands of people sometimes playing shows. And, and like, well, I'll just get, you know, a couple shots of whiskey in me and smoke a joint. Fun. And then after the show, you know, let's do some cocaine. Let's do all these bad things. I've talked about the, all these things and stuff. And luckily I came out on the other side knowing that I was more of a product of my environment instead of a real true addict. And uh, I've realized I was using those to cope and not usually actually addicted. It was a different kind of addiction. It's, it's different for everybody, but uh, I'm glad I just haven't found myself. Like I could have easily went down that rabbit so hole last week. So hard to get week. out of that loop. Too, right. You know, and and when I first got much- the shock of them passing away last week, uh, a lot of people are like, let's go get a drink. Let's go get a drink. I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to drink. And they're like, why not? I'm like, I want to give this a day or two to set in sober. Right. Let's set this in sober. And I'm hoping that a lot of these people don't start resorting to like, yeah, I'm going to go to liquor store now and get some it's stuff, but I'm not going to fall do into it. that trap, right. though. Because alcohol, you know, if you're talking about that substance, it will relax you. If you have anxiety, alcohol is the way to go. Right. Okay? Because it will Turn on the GABA receptor. But, but, but it can be a problem. But you when know? you come off of that, right. it's, it's worse. It's worse it's because worse. the one thing that I realized in all the years I was drinking, it helped me get to sleep, but then I slept like shit. Yep. It, it will mess up your circadian rhythm. Right. And then, sure. and, and then I was just constantly tired and all this other stuff because I have, I don't have my Apple Watch on now and I have a whoop and it kind of monitors. Monitor, monitors my sleep. And say if I go out and have like two or three drinks, I do not sleep as good as I do if I don't have any alcohol. So I've realized how much that affects me. So I'm very worried about when I drink and all those things and why I'm drinking. That's good. So I, and I hope that everyone else out there is trying to do the same because again, we're in weird, 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 weird times and unprecedented things. So that's why like all of us are looking at others for answers and they really can't give us them because they're trying to figure out the answers too. You know, or people that are authority figures or people that we look up to, they're all in this together. Yep. Yep. So we all got to kind of collectively try to do that ourselves. Yep. You know? And I think right now, as you said, I'm just going to reinforce, stay away from any illicit substances because it, it's mood altering, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And rebound anxiety. If you have anxiety, it can make things worse. Yep. And like you said, the alcohol. Yeah. Watch it. I mean, watch it, watch it, you know, do it for the right reasons and don't use it as a way to escape. There's other ways to escape. Right. You know, I'm very wary of that. I'm going to be conscious of it. I'm mindful of a lot of things. So, um, but man, it's crazy. I don't, I don't really know other to say than that's what's craziness of it. Um, I'm going to have links up to everything on this because I think we've, we've covered as much as we can. When we can go to deeper into this, I'd love to have you back oh, after this you. is all said and done. Yeah. And talk about it because this podcast is not only about my crazy journey in music and the, the rock star stories and and uh, my fitness, uh, but it's also been a huge part of the mental health because that's been a huge part of me. And like, I can be a voice to people that aren't absolutely don't have a voice. Absolutely. And we talk about a lot on the on the K Rock Morning Show because myself and Cody and Josh all suffer from 
different disorders and have been medicated in some way or form and have therapists and all that stuff. So um, we know how much it means that when we speak out that it, that it touches everybody. So that was like, okay, I got to do this one this week. And I call my therapist and I'm like, well, could you? And I'm like, nah, I'm like, that's too, I think we're too close to have you come in and talk. Yeah. So I go, let me find somebody else with my network, you know, so I appreciate it and stay safe. And uh, I'll put the links up uh, to your businesses and your, and and all that stuff with this. So, uh, you know, reach out, reach out to Tanya and tell her that I I sent you. Thank you for coming in. Album pick of the week. I think we're going to be stuck inside for a little while, people. So uh, when I need to be cheered up and just have a smile on my face, I listen to Bob Marley Legend. It's the definitive collection of everything that Bob Marley did. I'm sure all of us have heard this record a million times, but I just want to remind you of it. So put it on, give it a spin, and do some dancing. (laughs) 